to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, bright lights, it's Angela and welcome, welcome, welcome to architecting. Today, we are going to focus on getting out of our rut finding our vitality, and having a joyful day every day. And before you roll your eyes at me, I know, I know you have been working long hours. I don't even need to know you to know that. I know that you are exhausted. I know that you are overwhelmed and understaffed and dealing with so much stress and everyone around you is dealing with so much stress. Remember, stress is a physiological state and stress was designed to keep us safe from imminent physical danger. Therefore, our stress response is about having the physical ability to fight or escape in the situation we are in. All of our resources get devoted to sending blood to the muscles in our arms and legs. Higher level thought shuts down. Our immune system shuts down. The body diverts every resource and it pumps adrenaline and cortisol through our bodies. Of course, if you actually were in physical danger, you would need those resources reallocated. You would need those hormones to make your heart beat faster and get more blood moving and make your eyesight sharper and your senses sharper. But in today's world, we're not physically escaping something or fighting something. We are dealing with stress in our minds. And yes, I say in our minds, and I know people are going to say, but Angela, come on. I have stress because I have a client who's driving me crazy. I have a difficult coworker. My boss is making too many demands. My mother-in-law drives me crazy. My kid's having problems in school. We would have this whole list of things that you believe are outside of you that are causing you stress. Mic drop moment here. You are choosing to have a stressful reaction. And I know that is a huge shift. We really do believe in the illusion that the events in our lives cause the way we feel. But today we're going to talk about how to turn that around because it's actually your state of mind that affects how you frame your response to the events in your life, which then affects how the people in your life interact with you, but also 
tends to repel the negative actors and attract more of the people who are more aligned with the things that matter to you, who are aspiring as you are aspiring, who have already done things you want to do and can be mentors to you. So it's really, really, really important to shift that reaction. Because what's the alternative? To live in a state of chronic stress. And chronic stress is about way more than not feeling good. Remember we talked about all those physical changes that happen in our body when it diverts resources. Over time, that absolute shutting down of our immune system means you're going to get sick more often. I can always tell when I've been burning the candle at both ends because thing number one that happens to me is I get a sore throat. Then I get an earache because the congestion in my body kicks in. That's my body's way of saying, yeah, we are in trouble here. We need some resources. We need some rest. We need some help. And I'm sure if you feel into it, you can find your physical triggers too. Is it indigestion? Is it insomnia? What are the ways your body is cueing you that you need to slow down? You can choose to honor that message and realize that you do need to take time out for rest and restoration. Or you can choose to ignore them, keep going for the same reasons you've always told yourself you have to. Then inflammation starts to build up in your body. Scientific research has shown us that inflammation is the root of all disease. Inflammation causes cells to turn cancerous. Inflammation creates plaque in our blood vessels, which leads to heart disease. Inflammation upsets your endocrine system and causes diseases like diabetes. Did you know that going to the dentist is actually one of the most critical things you can do for your health? And it's not about your teeth about your gums because when we don't regularly have our teeth cleaned and our gums checked, what happens is the bacteria that are going to make their way into our mouths as we eat and breathe actually begin to enter our system and aggravate inflammation in our bodies. This is not a bunch of mumbo jumbo woo-adjacent kind of kooky stuff. There's real science behind how toxic stress is in our body and the way that it affects us physically. But it doesn't stop there. Remember what I said, when we have this response, the most primitive part of our brain, the amygdala, hijacks everything else. Well, that creates a trauma in our body. It upsets the way that our neural pathways work. So if you can imagine a privet hedge that's beautifully trimmed into this nice shape, that would be your brain functioning normally. And all of the branches in the hedge would have their role to play in maintaining this shape. Well, when the amygdala hijacks the brain, it's sort of like when a few branches on the hedge 
start to grow crazy, and they start to poke up above the shape of the hedge, and they start to stick out in funny directions, and you can start to see that the hedge needs to be trimmed. Over time, what happens is the neuron connections in your brain get rewired so that it is harder for you to access the neural pathways that tap you into joy, excitement, calm, confidence, because the ones that are all about screaming danger, 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 the ones that keep you in doubt, in lack, those are the ones that have now become super, super strong. And I have another analogy for you. There's a little feature called the Grand Canyon, which was entirely carved by the Colorado River. Over time, that river flowing through that sandstone eroded, eroded, eroded. Now there's a giant canyon a mile wide. Can you imagine what it would take to re to divert that river at this point? Be almost impossible. So these neural pathways form connections that strengthen the more you use them. When you want to make a change, it takes more and more effort the stronger the connection is. And there have been so many great books and studies on habits, how we form them, how we change them. And habits are essentially those neural connections. What I'm inviting you to do is to start choosing to feel differently, to feel the way you want to feel without judging it, without telling yourself all the reasons you can't or why it's hard or why it will never happen. Instead, think about what would make you stop feeling so beige all the time. Because when we are under chronic stress, we numb out. We become desensitized. We become desensitized to everything. We can't just become desensitized to the things in our lives that we view as negative or traumatic. We also numb out to joy, to pleasure, to desire, to passion, to all those things that make us feel alive. And so we become this whole collection of people walking around totally blah with none of the spark we were put on this earth with. I was reminded recently working with a coaching client about the importance of celebrating the wins. And usually people do get it. But it often, especially when I'm working with a new client, feels a little strange to them when I say, if you purchase a coaching package with me, so this is more than just a one-time session, I'm going to want to know what you did between sessions to celebrate your life. And I have a whole list of ways, whether it's giving yourself a gift, celebrating relationships, celebrating creativity, celebrating accomplishments, celebrating goals that you hit, 
And the reason that this is so important is because we overlook it. We work so hard to achieve something. And then as soon as we get it, rather than savoring it, rather than being in the moment, rather than truly feeling what that changes for us, what new possibilities are open for us, we move on. As many of you know, my friend Sarah Francescuti was putting on her Global Leadership Summit this week. Sarah is one of the nicest, most truly gracious people I have ever had the pleasure of knowing. Every time I would send out a promotional email, she would write back to me and say, I love what you wrote. This is so inspiring. And after my session, she sent me this beautiful note saying, oh my God, that was such a powerful session. Thank you so much. It was so inspirational. And do you want to know what I had to catch myself doing? Dismissing it. Here is this wonderful person giving me these genuine heartfelt, truly amazing compliments. And well, on the outside, I thanked her. In my head, the narrative was, I bet she's sending this to everyone who spoke at her conference. And maybe she was. Sarah is certainly the kind of person who would thank and appreciate all of her speakers. But that's not the point. The point is, what she was saying to me, she was saying to me. And I wasn't letting myself receive it because it felt like too much praise. I know that this is not an uncommon thing. This is something we deal with all the time. We don't let ourselves celebrate the wins. We deflect praise. We come up with this narrative why it wasn't real or it didn't matter. Or we dismiss it. Someone tells us, oh my God, I love those earrings you're wearing. And we have to tell them about how they were on sale. Instead of saying, yeah, aren't these great? I love them too. Thank you. When we do that, we take all the energy out of our wins. And our lives become so beige, so blah, so colorless. When they were meant to be bright and colorful, and happy. And when you are in that state, things are possible. This week, I am also attending the AIA Grassroots Virtual Conference. So many of the speakers are focused on urban conditions, and how do we make a change, and how do we truly represent the people of the place, How do we co-create in design? How do we really make a lasting difference? Not just swoop in as the architect with a capital A, make a lot of judgments, make some pronouncement that shows up in the form of a design and then swoop out. But really taking the time to understand, to be informed by, to facilitate a meaningful and powerful solution. And I'm loving this because I know that we can change the world. You, your coworker, your neighbor, all of us. It is not arrogant. It is not presumptuous to say, I was put on this earth to change the world. Me, I was. But why don't we believe it? 
We don't believe it because we believe in the lack. We believe we have to work really hard in order to succeed. We believe we can't really make a difference. We believe we're never going to get paid what we're worth, whether it's as a salary or in a client's fees. We believe that as soon as we have money, that something will happen in our lives and we'll have to spend money. We believe in the capping off of our potential. And it's time to unscrew that lid and let it go. To choose to stop being in stress and instead start to focus on how we want to feel and to take actions every day that let us feel that way. How can you get control of your calendar, which is really about wanting freedom, wanting calmness, wanting to be in flow state? So what can you do? Because every time you accept a meeting request, you are taking yourself out of alignment. Every time you don't delegate, you are taking yourself out of alignment. Every time you don't say, I can do this much, but not more than that right now, you are taking yourself out of alignment. And I know it feels awkward and strange and uncomfortable, but I want you to practice in little ways every day what you can do to start bringing back positive feelings in your life and how you can start to prioritize and create habits around those positive behaviors. Because the more positive you feel, the more positively you can react to challenges. I was in a session with one of my coaches last night and she gave this great analogy of we don't control the ocean. Waves are going to come but we can choose whether we have a wall out in the water that the wave is going to crash really hard up against and create all this resistance with the force of the wave, or whether we put a screen out there that the wave just passes right through. We're aware of the wave. We're acknowledging the wave, but we're also saying I am not going to control the wave, so I'm going to stop resisting it. So we are now on the other side. This will be episode 101. It has truly been a pleasure to talk to all of you every week in these episodes. Even when I'm really, really busy, I just get so excited at the opportunity to take 20 minutes out of my day and talk to you all a couple times a week. I really feel into the topics that I choose. I don't have some big master calendar where I'm strategically picking episodes. I really do feel into my intuition, think about the issues I'm dealing with in the moment, look at what the people around me are dealing with in the moment, look at questions that come in from all of you, and put all of that together and tune in intuitively to say, yes, this, this is what we need to explore today. I have to say, as much as I know it is making a difference in your lives, to number one, have the relief of saying, oh, somebody gets it. 
Somebody's naming it. Somebody's saying that, yes, this is a thing. It's also good to be challenged to think differently, to be offered some guidance, some solution, some pathway, and to be encouraged that you can and should explore that path. But I'm also getting that benefit because it's really easy. When I was being interviewed by Aya Schechter for her Architecture Life podcast, I was telling her how I started all of this in 2010 with a blog, and the blog was born out of deep dissatisfaction with my career and this disillusion that it would be any better, you know, and this feeling like I could quit and go somewhere else, but it's just going to be the same stuff, different place, different day. And so I would start writing this blog article about whatever issue had really triggered me that day. However, because the nature of the internet is that people can see your posts, I couldn't exactly go off on someone who made me mad and talk about what a jerk that person was. I couldn't exactly go completely negative and whine about circumstances. So what I found would happen in the blog is, number one, I would have to generalize what I was talking about so as not to identify the players in the situation and risk offending somebody or getting sued or something like that. Generalizing the topic helped to take the trigger of it away because now it wasn't specifically about me. It was about a more universal issue. And number two, I couldn't write this article and just say, here's what's wrong. I had to kind of get some insight and bring things around to some kind of conclusion. So it helped me to start to practice with this idea that you can be bigger than your problems and that there is always a solution. And I've taken that forward over the years. And as I pivoted from doing the patron saint of architecture, which was a blog, into rebranding as architecting, which is more about doing, hence the verb, ing, I've also pivoted to a more bold exploration of why we're having the triggers at all. So as you look around, As you start to see the blah, the numbing out, the inner rut so deep I can't even see my dreams on the horizon anymore, please try some of these strategies and let me know how they're working for you. I want all of you to be your best selves. I want all of you to live at your fullest potential and do the work you were called to do in this world. So take care, everyone. Have a great day. Stay inspired. I love you. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. 
You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired. Mm-hmm. Thank you.